And once again, a huge shout out to all of our financial supporters, all the community members. You all know who you are. Our 87.8 Survivor Clubs, your names are on the screen there. You're growing and growing, growing every week, which is an absolute pleasure. It means we're doing something right, and we're going to keep on doing it right for all of you all. But a special shout out to our podcast bosses, Kenny Baker, 26 months now. You're a fucking legend, mate. And Cinnamon, 19 months. Can't thank you enough, buddy. And a big, big shout out to our new member, our live show, Chad, Roger Roaster, one month. Thank you so much. All of you are legends. Help the shows go on each and every week. Thank you all for your support, even just by watching or listening. And we hope you enjoy this week's show. And we are live in five, four, three, two, one. And episode 162 of the Daisy podcast. We are joined this week by none of the other co-hosts. They've all got shit on, folks. So you're just going to be stuck with myself and our guest of the day, the one, the only Cinnamon. How you doing, buddy? Doing well, mate. Doing well. Thanks for uh, thanks for bringing us along, buddy. Yeah, I was happy to, mate. Um, yeah, that's just um, kind of how I, I like getting people on, um, particularly people that I'm aware of, and um, yeah, mate. Uh, I, I'm just gonna... Now, your YouTube's blowing up, buddy. It's getting there, yeah. Look, it's um, it's a funny system, YouTube. Eh? Like, it's quite cool how uh, how you can do it. And some days, mate, you can be pretty good. Some days, you can be pretty bloody crap. And um, yeah, like uh, I know the the biggest video I think I had was um was by accident, to be honest with you. Um, and that sort of that's really when I started to go, okay, hang on, there might be something a little bit more to this. So, um. It's like fishing already. Metric, I think, mate, is honestly um, uh, your subscriber count. You, know, you can have a, a great video that blows up and all the rest of it, but when, when I saw that you were on 4,000 and not, like, I think when I first started following you, mate, you were maybe double dip or a couple of hundred at most. Is that Would that be wrong? Yeah, that'd be close to it, mate. Um, I actually didn't really... I didn't really do YouTube, to be honest with you. Um, I didn't actually, uh, I didn't have a lot of understanding. Like, I, I think, I think a lot of people, when they start out, they, um, there's not a lot of, um, and I could be totally wrong, but there's not a lot of, I suppose, knowledge that you can grab hold of straight away, unless you actually go doing the research yourself. Um, so, yeah, look, I was barely even on YouTube. I think I was using it just to watch more than anything else. Yeah. So we that, um that was a video that blew up or something, was Yeah, it was. So I had um I had uh it was back in one point one three when um basically what we were doing, I think it was one point one three. I know it was when the uh what do you call it? The um uh when the gas came out. When the gas zone started coming out the first time. And Wobo actually uh I, I did a, a yeah yeah. Airstrike, yeah, yeah. And and that was um you know, to be fair, it was done on Xbox. It was filmed on Xbox. Um, and look, I just put it out because it was literally uh, the first time, obviously, I think anybody really even seen it. It was just timing, mate, really, to be fair. Like, a, a good video can be good timing more than anything else. Yeah. That was the uh, the key to it, I suppose. And yes, folks, um, I, I have shaved the beard, but it's only a temporary thing. Uh, I was getting a bit scruffy, and I got the clippers out to fix it up, and um, I went a bit too far, so I just said, ah, oh, fuck it. 
Um, boy, do you turn off your mic filters in OBS? It's cutting out your audio. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know if that's um, airstrikes or what, but that is fucking cool. Okay, how's that audio now? I just turned off the uh, noise gate. So the field hospital definitely looks fucking sick. Is that better? And I don't know if someone is firing a flare, but there was a flare going up and then an explosion. There it is. There's the airstrike. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I noticed um, a lot of servers turn them off, and I, I don't know. I, I think they're great. I, I do. Yeah, it's, it's a, an organic, dynamic event that, um, yeah, just... Fucking hell. Easy to use swear on like a bloody trooper. Yeah, look, I'm... Yeah, I've got to, I think that's more probably my biggest thing as well. Like I need to, um, I keep forgetting half the time that I'm doing stuff, and uh, and naturally it just comes out. That's um, way. I know the old lady be smacking the crap out of us if uh, she was still around, mate. Put it that way. So I think I'm <laughs> catching up the lost time. <laughs> but yeah, look, I've, uh, it's one thing I've noticed myself too. I'm like, damn, I don't realise I swear that much. You know, it just becomes becomes second nature, unfortunately, which isn't necessarily the best. Yep. A bit now, I got a bit sidetracked there yeah. with your uh, YouTube channel. Um, you <laughs> said you've been living in Australia now 20 years, mate. What made you move from um, uh, yeah. to Bougainville? Yeah, well, look, I'll tell you, it's not much difference to be honest with you. Um, I suppose, look, it's um, most Kiwis will probably tell you the same thing, I think, you know, and and, and it's not far wrong. Like, opportunity here is, is 10 times more than back home. Um, money, obviously, as well. If I, if I didn't say money, I'd be full of shit, personally. But, um, you know, money over here, hands down, far better than over in New Zealand. Um, it's um, It was more opportunity for the kids as well. Like, um, I had a, had a four-year-old at the time, myself yep. and the partner, um, you know, looked at it and went, well, look, we've been through this already ourselves, so we really want to put her through the same thing as well. Um, and I was playing, not a lot of people probably know this, but I was playing... Uh, A-grade footy. So I was playing Prem footy and um, I had an opportunity to come over here and play it as well. So there are about four or five different things. That... No, soccer, mate. <laughs> football. The real football. Yeah, the real football. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I never played... Oh, I played Union a couple of times, but um, not much. Uh, not much, you know. I wasn't one of these guys that said, oh, I'm going to come an all black because <laughs> I, knew, I knew I couldn't. Um, but I took off into football quite... quite uh, quite well and uh had a lot of opportunities and was doing a scholarship uh basically an elite sport over in new zealand as part of a, a training course and then just had the opportunity and one day i think um i was getting benched too much at football and had a guts wall and said to the missus do you want to fucking pack up and go and yep. so we did literally in about a month we did we took off over here had um had my brother who'd been over here around about 10 years and uh, we come over, mate, with about thirteen hundred bucks in my pocket and uh, a partner and a kid, and and yeah, pretty much put put on the ground. Went okay, let's go. So, do you go back um, um, home often, or do you consider this home now? No, this is home. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, like home, it's, it's stupid. Eh? Like home's home, obviously. Um, New Zealand's always a place where I was and where I come from. Uh, yep. You know, like us Kiwis are a little bit different to most people. We um, we do have that sort of. Uh, we call it mana. So we have the thing called pride or mana or heart. 
Um, and you know, like our heritage is pretty important to us in regards yep. to how you, how you grow up. Uh, I haven't been back. I've never been back. Uh, there's, there's not, it's not, that there's no reason to go back there. There's just no, are, are you actually, um, uh, Maori or just, um, no. So I'm pretty much, believe it or not, I'm Scottish. Uh, I'm yep. born in New Zealand. Only family member to be born in New Zealand, the rest are Scottish. Um, so, uh, I've got a lot of uncles and aunts and that type of thing by marriage that are, that are, that are Maori and just sort of fell with it that way, really. And, and one it's of a the bit things, tricky. Um, I've been, I've been chatting with, um, uh, another Aussie Murray mate, um, quite a bit about, you know, yeah. the, the, we've got the vote for the, uh, the voice here in Australia. And I know it's getting yes. a little bit off track here, but one of the things yeah. I said to him is, um, that one of the, it's starting to turn around a bit, um, which is great to see. But when, when you said about mana, uh, and I know that's quite a, a Maori sort of uh, thing. And yeah. one of the big differences between Australia and New Zealand, as much as you know, everyone gets us confused, is that you guys do seem to embrace the the native the Maori uh, a lot better than Australians do the um, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, which is yeah, you know, it's it's an amazing thing um, because you know the, the the Maori in particular, mate. I think they're the only. Um, uh, native people who ever forced the British to yes. uh, go to a treaty. And I, I just uh, watched a video the other day about, I can't remember the name of it, but a um, uh, the British had li little to no idea about fortifications and how to make a good one, whereas the Maoris were <laughs> fucking experts at it. And they attacked a Maori yeah. uh, settlement, and it just didn't go well for them. Um, they, no. <laughs> yeah. no, they didn't. It's um there's a there's a really good like you know and and sort of digressing but there's a little bit of a um a really good uh, YouTube I suppose to say running documentary where this particular person goes around the whole of the country showing all the stouches that actually happened. Yep. Um, and what a lot of people don't realise, like um you know it wasn't always that way, it wasn't always accepted technically. Like it was there. Um, mm. We do do it probably better than than most countries I suppose in the world, and it's a shame Especially too. A lot you know? of these, um occupied countries let's let's face it you know the the, the brits weren't the greatest um um colonials um uh, but they were damn good at it they fucking everywhere but yeah they were yeah they yeah, and, didn't and, have the greatest you know, legacy with a lot of the countries that they uh um not at all. uh how do we word it uh politely that they brought <laughs> civilization to yeah re-civilize the world the right way or something yeah it's um yeah, and it's funny if you drive, if you ever get, you know, if you, anybody ever gets a chance to go over there and, 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 you know, wants to have a little bit of a look, if you look at certain areas and the certain parts of the islands, there is actual um, places identifying where some of the war took place. Um, and, you know, the, the scale of it's quite, um, it's quite underestimated, I think, what actually happened as well. And, and, you know, it makes, I think once you get both Indigenous and obviously non-Indigenous sides together and in, in your actual country, it unites a country a hell of a lot more than, than it divides it. So um, yeah. that's one thing I think, unfortunately, Australia don't do it good. They are starting to change it, which is really cool to see. Yep. Um, it's almost like they're and, and, you know, no disrespect, it's almost like they're embarrassed by it. Um, you know, now they're still sort of starting to, uh, starting to take it and embrace it a bit more. And I think if anything, all it really would do would strengthen you. So, you know, it's crazy not to, basically, eh? There we go. Just fix my uh, uh, camera. But, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's an amazing uh, country, New Zealand. Um, it's definitely on my bucket list to go over there. Um, 
you know, it, it, not just because of um, the Lord of the Rings, uh, but yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that took off my day. Like, it's uh, it's quite a, it did really, really well for the country, I can tell you. Like, once yeah. it started sort of you know, sinking in, everybody wanted to go and see it, and then, you know. People started realising that New Zealand is its own country and not yeah. just part of Australia. I'm pretty sure we're like, and, you know, I'm not a, like, I'm not a history buff or a graphic, you know, whatever you want to call it, geo, um, geographic fella, but I know, pretty sure we're still the youngest country in the world. Um, probably like most people in other parts of the world as well I when think, you keep growing up there. I think, um, I think there's newer countries that have been like created, um, but yep. uh, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. New Zealand was probably the last sizable landmass um, uh, settled by any sort of native persons. You know, even the Maoris don't yeah. have the longest history there. I think they were only like four or five hundred years pre yeah. um, white settlers yep. arriving. Um, so yeah, it's kind of amazing that this beautiful. But well, yeah, one thing it does show is the impact that humans have um, on the landscape around them. You know, they wiped out two major, um, <clears throat> the largest, um, land bird, um, and the largest, yes. um, carnivorous bird as well. Um, and like, they wiped them yeah, out within the space of 400 years, which is just insane. And that's without, yeah. um, you know, what, what the Americans managed to do to the Buffalo, um, on the great plains, um, in, you know, in, in arguably a much shorter time, but yeah, a, a native people that pretty much, um, I can't remember. Did the, uh, Maori have the bow and arrow? I don't think they did. Uh, no, we had a, no, we had a thing called the Taha and the Patu. Um, yeah. uh, it's the one thing, um, yeah, it's the one thing I've always wanted to get hold Like we, um, you know, Jade's pretty common, obviously around the world, you know, and here in Australia and that type of thing, we have Greenstone, um, which technically look the same, but a little bit different. Greenstone's a lot harder. Um, you, you and, and like I haven't been there 20 years, so it may have changed, but you physically cannot take greenstone out of the rivers um, because it's obviously, you know, it's a protected, um, protected item, I suppose you could go. doesn't mean that people's houses don't have, you know, six foot high fucking greenstones in the front yard and stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they have a, a thing called a, a patu, which was a, a club. Um, and it's uh, realistically used just to, you know, do damage with and. And look, if you want to actually see what it's about, there's a there's a subtitled movie called Deadlands, and that sort of gives you a bit of a indication of how how oh, man. What there, there's only there's only one movie you need to watch <laughs> to learn. And you know where I'm going, don't you? I do, I do straight away. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and look, it's a crazy Uncle well, I'm fucking every... bully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. I'm, what, I'm what a movie though! My, uh... What a movie! Oh yeah. Yeah, look, it was powerful. Yeah, for, for those movie, who yeah. don't get the reference, we're talking about um, probably one of the most famous uh, New Zealand movies of all time, Once Were Warriors. Um, and it's a, a fantastic look um, into um, the, the good and the bad side of um, Maori uh, culture these days um, in that they, they've got so much pride, but um, like a lot of Indigenous cultures, they've really struggled with... Um, uh, a rapid um, conversion to uh, a modern civilization, um, and yeah. well, Jake Jake the Mus, that was his name, Jake the Mus. Yeah. What a character! Yeah. What a character! Timmy Morrison, mate. Yeah, uh, he was the guy who played the uh, uh, original stormtrooper in the the more modern um, Star Wars series, uh, the one that they based all the clones off of. Um, yeah, he's so, the um, he's uh, son of uh, Boba Fett's um, of... father. Jenga Fett, Jenga Fett, yeah, that's yeah. it. Jenga Fett, that's it, yep. And he was, uh, he's actually the, um, 
the son of uh, Sir Howard Morris and one of our um, one of our great icons over there as well. So yep. come from good royalty, you could say as well. Um, but yeah, look, it's uh, God, it's a movie that every Kiwi probably can say about. You know, clearly, like uh, you know, every, look, every every country has the same thing. It, that the stuff that goes on anywhere, realistically, just in different yep. forms, I suppose as well. Um, but for it to come out and actually highlight that, um, a lot of stuff over there was pushed under the rug, I suppose, you know, it wasn't meant to be seen. Um, and, you know, that, that really blew the lid off it quite well and, and caused yeah. a lot of reform as well, which was good. It's good to see a little bit of change in the country where they went, okay, we're not going to accept this shit anymore. Let's change it. Yeah. Um, Ho- hopefully yeah. we could see something like that happen here in Australia <laughs> as well to help um, yeah. Yeah, address a lot of the issues that our, our people have. But let's get back to a more positive topic, yeah, right. mate. We are here <laughs> to talk about Daisy Now, you um, have a very long history with the game. You, uh, in your bio, you were saying you started with Daisy Mod, then realised that your mm. computer, I love the way you worded it, that you were lucky to get 20 frames per second just looking down at the ground while running. Um, so you stopped <laughs> playing and started watching the greats like Frankie and so on. Um, and then yep. when Daisy came out on console, you were able to get back into it. So that was a long gap between the mod and being able to play yes. Daisy again. What was it yeah. like for you um, having had an experience playing the mod on PC and then playing on console. What was the, the that must have been a massive uh, like head head bucket uh, to begin with. Yeah. Uh, but how did you go with getting used to it, mate? I think it was like almost like a freedom moment, if you know what I mean. Like, um, you know, back in those days in Armor Two, um, and and look, I was purely playing Armor Two, Armor and Armor Two. Um, you know, I think Armor was probably, uh, from my recollection, one of the games that gave you that that ability to to play a Milson game, basically, you know, where you can actually get a get a taste of what, you know, could come out. And and when DayZ come out, it was like, holy shit, okay, what's this? Um, and then, yeah, like, yeah, there were <laughs> there was always the issues of not having enough frame rate. Always things, you know, like, takes you not nine hours to get from one side to the other sort of thing. And, and I just thought, well, you know, it's not going to really work anymore. I have to wait till they get a decent PC. And, and was lucky enough to be able to catch Frankie and that and catch the guys who were playing it and, I think the beauty of it is, you know, you, you live through them while they're playing as well and, and what videos they're putting out. And and then when I heard when it was coming out in console, mate, it's like, okay, well, look, I can definitely get a console that's no dramas. Um, and, yeah, like, it was different when it came out on console too. Like, it wasn't obviously perfect. Like, nothing, you know, nothing's going to be perfect. But it was a good uh, rebonding moment, I suppose you could say, with a game that, yep. you know, I knew I was going to enjoy. Um, and Did you have any reservations going game. into it? Like, I, I still have yeah. not played Daisy on console. I just, I can't bring myself yeah. to it. I've watched <laughs> people streaming it. Yeah, you know, I've watched you stream it and stuff like that. And I'm yeah. constantly in awe that people are able to play. Like, I struggle to play the game fucking well with a keyboard and mouse. <laughs> I just, I yep. don't know how people play with uh, a controller. Like, there's so many yeah. things you have to be doing in Daisy and how you can play it with a controller. But I watched some people and I swear to God, mate, they must have fucking four hands um, and four different <laughs> controllers, you know, like one-handed special controllers or something because they're just, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Look, you know, it's a detriment to them, man. It shows you their, their skill because, um, like, obviously, you know, it didn't come out with mouse and keyboard to start with. It was always controller. Um, I think probably because you're playing Xbox already, you're used to the controller within reason as well. Um, I have gone back a couple of times that, you know, I, I try to get over and, and, and play with the, the lads that are, um, that are there 
that uh, you know, not a completely over on PC yet. And trust me, I'll pick up a controller, mate. It's like I've got two left hands. Um, yeah. I'm that friggin' bad at it. Uh, that you know, I'm sort of a fish out of water, really. And I, I think, I think we just overlooked it, really. To be fair, we just went, okay, we've got the game. It doesn't matter what we need to, you know, to 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 do it or play it. Uh, and we just adapted to it as well. But I, I can tell you now, mate. Like I think you and I are in the same boat. It'd be like, you know, a man with two left feet walking around, no idea what I'm doing. So you don't play on um, console anymore? No, I do, man. I do. Yeah, I get over. Oh, okay. I get over when I can, and, and I think that's sort of um, the 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 thing with console is, you, I suppose with PC as well. You, you know, you make you make good mates. Like there are mates there that are. Um, yeah, and I think this is a beauty of DayZ personally. There is no restrictions on being friends with someone. It's only you that restricts it really. And you know, you get mates around the world, and that's one of the things I think that really blew me away was the the love of the game to start with and, and also the people that actually generally want to play with each other, to, you know, to enjoy it as well. So I do get on it. Um, obviously, I'm uh, I'm lucky that there are people around me, um, like I mentioned in, in the bio, like Glug, Glug the Bear Slayer, who we've been talking, and I've said it a few times in the streams where, you know, I'd love to be able to have the, the financial gains to be able to actually help people get across from console to PC if they want to. Um, and... Uh, yeah, it's sort of, it's nice to go back home, mate. Nice, it's like a homecoming every now and then, you know, get yeah. over there and, and touch base with it. And, and it, look, it's come a hell of a long way too. Um, it needs to go a lot further, but it's come a hell of a long way. And and I can't, look, I can't not play it. You know, it's where I started. It's uh, It was where the bread and butter started from. Um, and yeah, pretty much probably solidified my love for DayZ more than anything else, to be fair. Yep. Um, <clears throat> sorry, we just got to uh, do a quick shout out. Um, we've got Lad in chat. Um, I know, uh, uh, Lady. he uh, posted up. Uh, he actually got to go to the Daisy office in Prague, um, and looks Ooh. like they took him out to um, Tizzy as well. Uh, he's got some photos up on um, Twitter um, of him. Yeah. Uh, see if I can find it. You're a legend, Lad. Mate, well done. Sort of a dream for most people, isn't it? Really get over there and have a look. No, it doesn't look like he's uh, put them onto Twitter yet, um, but he's got a photo of him in the lab. But there are some in the Discord. Um, yeah, mm. so uh, definitely uh, check those out in our Discord, folks. Discord.gg forward slash 878SurvivorFM. I'm jealous. I am fucking jealous. Hey, Josie, how you doing, buddy? I've got to lock you in with um, a time to come on the show, mate. I'm loving some of the content you've got on your channel. Um, but yeah, uh, lad said it was stinking fucking hot as well. So he almost died. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah. Look, uh, I, I'm, I'm in awe of the people who play it on, uh, console and yeah, yeah, as much as some people, um, and you know, I do agree that changes were made to the game to make it more viable for uh console, uh, which is kind of sad. You know, I would have loved to have been able to see two distinct streams, you know, one working on PC to keep it as, you know, varied as PC can do. Uh, but without um, console, uh, who knows whether DayZ yeah. would have still been viable. You know, I don't think uh, – I'd actually be curious to see how many more copies they've sold. Um, I, I know that figure's still about there, so we'll have to try and work that out, like how many figures have been sold since um, uh, the massive uh, amount of sales when Standalone was first announced. Uh, but yeah. the, the, the money that comes in from console – What's the what's the player base like um, here in Australia for you uh, as a console player? 
Yeah, pretty good. Like, um, you know, there's probably like PC. There are there are certain. Actually, I'll say there were certain servers that people played. Clearly, like you know, there were obviously ones that were popular, ones that everybody sort of went to for certain you know types of style or gameplay. Um, not so much now. Like obviously, when Daisy made it available for people to start using the JSON files and stuff to create stuff, that opened console up a hell of a lot more and actually allowed the guys who are the the real fucking talented people that can create stuff to actually get in and uh, and change it up a bit. And lost, you know. The biggest gripe on console out of anything, mate, is just the fact that there's not enough maps, technically. Um, you know, we still may do with the two that we've got, and obviously with, you know, modding. And, and you can't say modding, obviously, in the in the correct scheme, but adjusting, I suppose, would be the better way to say it. Adjusting the map to to be a little bit different to what we're used to has, has certainly helped keep it, keep it going. Um, we're sort of, and you'll know this as well, mate, we're sort of limited here in Australia and, and probably NZ, we don't get a lot of servers over here uh, that we can, you know, really yep. jump into and play. And, you know, I think PC, mate, you know, I could name two pretty much straight away that, you know, that are uh, the, the be all end all sort of thing where, you know, we know where you can go and congregate and catch up and, and, oh, and sort of play. There, there's, there is yeah. a few more. Like um, here in Australia, yeah. you've got Daisy Down Under, you've got 1SK, Rearm, yep. Northman have got a new one. Um, uh, there you go. There, there's um, True Survival. Um, the the one I've been playing lately, Banov as fuck, um, and cold as fuck, Namolsk. Um, so yeah, yeah there, there, there's it's there's a see. few, um, but yeah. yeah, we're still we're very diluted though. Um, we can't have too many, and there there are a lot of servers. It's just not enough of a player base to support the amount no. of servers that are out there. Not at all, and I think you know that's that's the the real issue in it, like um, population. You know, and, and, and I think it's um I think it's the thing that people need to overlook really as well. Like just get on and try. You know, how do you know you're gonna like a server unless you actually have a crack on it? You know, you don't look at the don't necessarily look at the number of people that are on there. Um, you know, look at what the game what the actual server is and what it's about. I think it makes a big difference, eh? It does, it does. So um <laughs> one other thing I wanted to talk to you about, which uh, uh and I've got it in the thumbnail. Um, you, you've been oh, yeah. um, working with, uh, was it Gronk from um, Beer Garden? No. <laughs> Fuck, I love that. I'll wait till I see him next. Um, yeah, Glug the Beer Slayer. So the, there's the lads who set up um, uh, the servers called the Beer Garden. Um, and, Which I've heard and about, a very, Slayer. very uh, challenging PVE server. Yeah, very challenging. Um, and uh, and a lot of fun. Like, you know, something to um, to go and have a good laugh with and, and team up with your mates and Obviously, a few of the guys that we know play it, you know, quite a fair bit. And, um, and Glug's uh, one of the mods, one of my mods as well. And I'd sort of, you know, I have been saying quite a bit it, it would be kind of cool because I know there are a few people that can't necessarily get over to PC. And look, I know I was one of them. Like, um, it took me a while to get over on PC. Um, you know, the price of PCs, unfortunately, can be quite, you know, quite, quite bad, I suppose. Uh, it has changed a bit now, but they're actually getting a lot more affordable as well. But we sort of cotton on to an idea. Um, I had been saying in the stream, look, I'd love to get, you know, you guys over. If there's a way that the channel can do it for you, we'll certainly do it that way. Like, you know, I don't know how I'm going to do it. We'll suss it out. And Glug, uh, Glug reached out. Obviously, you know, I checked him in, in the stream sometimes off as well. And sent through, um, I suppose you can call it a mini PC idea. And, and pretty much from that, it sort of started to... Um, to build a little bit more momentum um 
I think we've done three now, three people that have come across the PC from console. Yep. And, and that's not to take people from console whatsoever. Like, it's more just to help people, uh, you know, if that's their, their, the sort of direction they want to go in as well. So, mm-hmm. um, it's just daunting. Just you know, up, you know, there's a lot of people. It is. You know, the PC master race, all that sort of stuff. But yes. going into yeah. the PC gaming, it, it's daunting for a lot of people, you know, especially these days with, uh, you know, the way the economy is and things getting a bit tighter and that. Yeah, you could like I've got a 2080 of mine. Um, I think it's a 2080 Ti. I'm not sure. I don't pay too much attention to that all sort of stuff. But (laughs) I know there are people out there still playing Daisy on 1080s, if not older graphics cards. You don't need to go all in with the latest um, high tech, all sing it, all dancing, uh, and you can still run Daisy in pretty decent graphics. Um, So it's great to have people like yourself who are helping and guiding console players who do want to take that step up to the uh pc master race um with what mm. they need you know because you, you could it yeah. could be a money pit getting a, a good gaming pc yeah 100 percent, man like um you know i was running 1650 you know graphics card and, and to be honest with you i think unless you keep up with with the information that you need you know it's all it's all fucking double dutch or another language really to be fair um you know it, it's a scary thought really you know and my biggest my biggest thing was like uh for me i thought maybe i'm maybe i'm betraying the people i've been running with for so long that you know by me going over to this they think that you know they're not good enough or whatever but it was more a case of like this is the direction i want to go um you know if i can support people um and help people to do it um you know that's definitely the way to do it um and then it was just it was purely off glugs glugs back that he did the first one um and, you know, we're just sort of slowly progressing people across as they, you know, as they want to. It doesn't mean that they're not going to stop, you know, or they're going to stop playing console. You know, it just gives you the second choice. Um, but, you know, nowadays I think PCs over here are a little bit cheaper. Uh, I ended up getting mine for about 1500 so it wasn't too bad. You know, whereas the, the daunting ones of three to four to five grand, it's pretty easily spent realistically. And, yeah, you're right about the economy, mate. That's, that's probably half the battle, I think, you know, yeah. in this day and age anyway. What, what, um, uh, Josie just wrote in chat there. Um, it isn't the yeah. graphics card you need; it's the RAM for the frames. When, yes. Once I added um, <laughs> another, I think I added another sixteen gig of RAM. My, my young fella bought it for me for Father's Day or something. Um, yep, it made the the biggest difference to me with doing the show and streaming and playing and streaming. And yeah, the the, the RAM was. I was surprised at just how much difference that made and it wasn't that expensive either um to get decent ram you know i think i've got 32 gig now um and i know you can go you know kind of crazy with it 64 and all the rest of it but yeah. it, it did yeah. the job for me i think it was having the knowledge mode as well like you know here's a pc here's a box yeah cool like what do i do <laughs> like you know how do i go about doing it and what am i meant to get and and you know i've had um and you, you know Brendo as well, obviously. Um, you know I've had help from Brendan, you know, or Sinbad. He's amazing. Um, he's, he's amazing. Yeah. Like, and Maybe and, and the yeah. the thing with Brendan as well is he's an older guy as well, but he yep. he knows his shit about it. <clears throat> yeah, and he's, he also would give you know give you the shit off his own back as well. So, um, you know, it's a detriment for men to sort of to him to how he does it as well. And he's never never not approachable, which I think is another thing as well because it, it's really kind of um. It can be bloody scary, eh? Like, if you don't know what you're doing, you don't know how to do it. You know, and, and I think that goes with streaming as well. Like it's a it's a massive learning curve 
um, even just starting to string, really, to be fair. Like, uh, there's a lot to it, eh? Uh, and I think once you break down that sort of fear factor, then you can actually go, okay, I can do this. Like, all right, let's um, just take it bit by bit. And, and you know, we sort of, um, we looked at a looked at a couple of things and, and come up with a solution. I think that seems to be working. We've got, like I said, we've got three people over now. Um, one of the guys, you know, he's a dad, three kids. Like you said, the economics possibly can't afford it. But now, until he can afford it, he can play, you know, whatever he wants to play, console or PC. Um, and seems to be enjoying it as well. So it just, um, you got to make, you know, you got to leave the world with more than you fucking take, really. Eh? You got to put back, you know, just to, uh, exactly. To really get something out, it's, it's why we do our Christmas show every year, just to, to do something nice for people. Um, I've just got to quickly thank um, Buddha, six months, mate. Thank you so, so much. Um, and Josie Funk, uh, Funkel, thank you for becoming a new member, mate. Welcome to the community. Um, we've got very, very uh, entry-level uh, rates on that, folks. Uh, a few uh, Aussie dollars a month and you get immediate access to the VODs. Um, and if you like what we do here, you can choose a higher level um, and get a few more extra benefits. Not too many more, but um, shout-outs and things like that, which reminds me, Roger Rooster. Um, uh, the good cluck. Um, I have to thank you. You're at our highest tier and you are meant to be getting a live shout out every episode. And I keep on bloody forgetting, um, because um, I'm lucky that I remember how to uh, wake up. Um, but yeah, I cannot thank you enough, mate, uh, for your support at that top tier. Um, and everyone who chooses to support us, whether it be by, you know, buying a mug or whatever, but yeah, I'm, I've got a goal this year, um, and I'm trying to work out ways to get more revenue coming in, but I, I want to find someone who uh, it's something I looked at doing last year. Um, and I was linked with uh, sort of uh, tentatively linked with that dodgy company that um, self oh, uh, yeah. busted. Um, but yep. I want to get uh, and be able to give away a top of the line um, as top of the line as we could afford. That is um, Daisy themed gaming PC. You know, I want to get the glass etched with the Daisy logo and, um, you know, maybe the, the Daisy podcast logo on the graphics card or something inside it. And, um, you know, just a nice, um, artwork, um, uh, uh, tower, um, as a, uh, a giveaway because it's 10 years this year, man, 10 years of Daisy. Standalone. Oh, shit. It just, insane. yeah, it's, it's gone quick. Hey, like it really has, um, Yeah, you know, like if, if you, it'd be quite cool to see a bit of a timeline, eh? like a, like a quick timeline, you know, from. From start to, to there's where probably we are kids now. playing this game who weren't even born when the mod came out, mate. Yes, hundred percent, man. Like hundred percent. Um, yeah, or I had no idea that there was a friggin' mod as well. So, um, I'm actually, I sort of, um, I find, I think, from what I see, most people seem to be, um, seem to have jumped on probably around about three to four years ago. Seems to be where the big sort of uh, uptake could be as well. You know, you've got us old buggers here have been dicking around with it for, for quite some time and. And I, and I say it quite a bit, you know, it's the days of where you break a fucking leg and it takes you all day just to crawl across the map to try and find a stick of morphine to try and be able to walk yep. again. So it's uh, it's definitely in a better spot than it's ever been. Uh, and, and this is why it is what it is. And there's no other fucking game like it. Well, there's a lot of games that try to be like it, but there's no other game like it. Exactly. Um, it, it's, it holds it out. and Because you, you've given me a good segue there into something else I wanted to talk with you um, about because you are someone very close to my own heart, even though I haven't um, uh, forayed outside of Daisy in some time, but 
you mm. also play some of the other games, the uh, the imitators, so people like to call them scum, um, <laughs> and you're quite yep. hyped about Rooted as well. Um, and yeah, mate, yeah. Uh, uh, the reason I wanted to talk about it was Daisy's very lucky in that it's you know it's a game you know Rust is the same. It's a game that it, it's just got so much longevity because it's not a campaign. You can never finish it per se. You can get bored with it for sure. Um, you can achieve yeah. an objective in it, um, but you know, it, it, no matter how long you've uh, been playing it for, you still get that itch if you step away from it to go back and play it. But it's important that people keep looking at other games as well um, to see what else is out there because you know Daisy pretty much started a genre. Um, um, with you know Dean Hall's crazy idea from when he was on that survival course, um, and it inspired so many other yeah. games. But it, how do you get past? Because one of the biggest of, uh, roadblocks I hear is uh, Daisy does this better, or it's not Daisy. Of course, it's not Daisy. And if a game just tries to be Daisy, then that's stupid. Um, but you know, Scum. There's there's aspects of Scum I absolutely love, and I've said this many a time, like the crafting. Uh, but there's other aspects of it yeah. that I don't like as much, but I can still appreciate them for what they are, which is the, the I wouldn't even call them soft skills, but the skill system, you know, where it's physically impossible. There is no way you can see someone if your perception isn't high enough and their camouflage or stealth score is too high. But that's a gameplay mechanic, and I think that's great that they're doing their own thing. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think, um, you know, that, that's a... Uh... That's something that, you know, it's based around that survival stuff and that realistically, eh? Like Daisy's sort of like the ex-girlfriend that you can always go back to, I think. Um, you know, <laughs> like it's, it's it's always there. And um, and it's always nice to go back if, if you're feeling a little bit jaunted or disjointed. Um, I think my, my, my obstacle straight away was, um, shit, you know, if I go and stream something different, you know, people aren't going to fucking watch. Um, and then it was one, one, of the, one of the lads, Sergeant Monk, who said to us, um, Mate, actually, it was a couple of them, to be honest with you. Um, actually said, it doesn't matter what you fucking play, mate. We're here to, here to see you. And that, that sort of hit home quite a bit, um, where I'm like, okay, like, you know, people are coming in to interact with you. Um, doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, they're not going to enjoy the game or, or like the game, but it's how you make it become enjoyable, I think, is the key as well. And Scum itself, um, yeah, look, it's it's holding a good spot in my heart at the moment. Um, I'm, I'm a Daisy born and bred person. I'll always yeah. be on Daisy. That's that's a given. Like you know, that, that's never going away. Um, and I think I think for a lot of streamers who are starting out, that's key. Like you need to, you know, God sound like a wise old prick, but you need to be able to um, try and be diversible as well. Like you, you need to diversify a little bit because in theory they're not people aren't always going to be there to watch the game. They're there to interact with you. And I think that's really the biggest blocker for some people. For me, it was anyway. Um, once you remove that, then you can actually relax and be yourself as well. And, and Scum's come night and day, mate. You, you can compare Daisy and Scum in regards to the way that they've developed as well. You know, you had Daisy the way it was when it started, pretty much like Scum was pretty much the same way. It was pretty, you know, within reason, pretty crappy. Um, but they're all growing together. And, and, most of the guys that come in that are new into the chat of playing Scum or Daisy, there's no more comparison. You know, like there, there obviously is a bit of a relatable idea of it, but there's no yep. comparison anymore. It's, you know, you're playing one or the other, and and I think Daisy set the standard, hands down. No, no one can argue that. Like quite frankly, Daisy's the one that started all this. You know, if Rocket hadn't have done what he done, we would wouldn't be where we are. So, um, 
I think, you know, you need to look at it like the best form of flattery, mate, is, is someone copying you. So yeah. any other games that are trying to, you know, yeah, that they're trying to sort of do the same thing, then take that as a, a, a good thing. So, but there is room for others as well. Like there are aspects of Daisy that they don't cover that others do. And that's where scum comes in, I think, too, where, like you said, soft skills, you know, um, if you actually look into the mechanics of the game itself, there's a hell of a lot there that people don't know. Um, and you're always, I, I think you're always learning too, which is kind of cool. Like you, you're never not learning, you know, and, and that's where the updates come in with DayZ. Every time an update comes in, there might be something new. So you're learning again. And, and I think that's a, you know, maybe that's a thirst that everybody has. You want to do new stuff or learn new stuff or try new stuff. And, and sometimes you, I think, restrict yourself if you don't look at other things as well. Definitely do. You, you definitely do need to, mate. It's just, you know, keep yourself open to um, other um, ideas and, you know, be, be prepared to try something. But I, I know myself, um, you know, I, I look at most games and I still compare them to DayZ. Um, you know, it, it's just my, um, yeah, uh, yep. my problem. Um, Michael said something in chat before. Um, and yes. I'd be, I'd be curious to, um, know from the more tech people here. Uh, but with the console side of it, he was saying that, um, they really need to optimize Daisy for the new gen of consoles. But if they do yep. that, will that make it obsolete on the old, on the previous gen? That's something I don't understand. Um, so yeah. if, if there's someone in if... chat who understands that better than me, uh, because I do think there's an obligation that if you start a game on a console, unless you go to another um, version of it, yeah, it's it's unfair to um, remove it because not everyone can afford a new console. You know, they're they're not yeah. they're not cheap, especially like we said before. You know, things are getting a bit more um, tight these days. Um, but yeah, it's you've you've got to be careful. Yeah, you do, and, and you know, you, you got to wonder the grand scheme. They brought out obviously the X and the S systems, you know, the series that come out recently, um, you know, to obviously look for that next level gaming. You know, that that, that okay, this is the future progression. This is how we're going to go, um, and, and you know, uh, are they happy to leave stuff behind? Is probably the real question. You know, like, are you happy to lose out on things as well? But I, I definitely think they need to optimize it. I mean, look at Reforger. I'm a Reforger. Um, is uh, leaps and bounds different, obviously, on an X and an S series compared to, you know, if you try to play it on a on an Xbox One or a One S, which, you know, wouldn't run anyway. So um, maybe they need to bite the bullet and just go, yeah, let's do it. I just saw something here. Give me one second. Um... <laughs> 60 million. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, I, it's got to be a tough, um, a, a, t a tough decision for them. Um, but I can sort of revert that back in the way that um, the Last of Us is probably the the real eye opener. The Last of Us, when they ported that over to PC, um, that was horrendous. Like it was, it was horrible. Um, you know, it started on console, then come come over to PC, and and you know when that first sort of got released, it was probably probably one of the worst sort of situations you could be in realistically um and that and that's sort of the opposite really isn't it you know sorry i just um 
I was just checking out a, um, a link that I have um, and I saw something that may be of interest to a lot of the modders out there. Um, Sweet. Yeah, I think we're sort of, you know, I think on console we're waiting for that next aha moment, really, eh? Yeah, definitely. So um, Humble Bundle have got a, um, uh, a pretty cool uh, package, the Complete Blender 3D Modeling Online Course Mega Bundle. Uh, and I know that that's something that a lot of the uh, modders use um, to make um, uh, things like buildings and stuff like that, Blender. Um, so, yeah, that, that's, that's a pretty impressive um, little package there. Um, $782 worth of um, uh, software, Jeez. and you can get it for, um, what did it look like, 41 bucks or something, or, or whatever you want to pay. Uh, yeah. That's... that's a decent amount, man. Especially if you're going to, you know, like uh, one of the lads, um, Daisy Philosophy, he, he's starting to get into that side of things. So the Stop the String side wants to get into that, um, that modding or building, train building sort of stuff. And I think, I think that's a beauty too. Like, you know, you obviously see a lot of people that are bringing out new maps every now and then and, you know, Bitterroot's a prime example, mate, where, you know, you're going with your passion and creating something that's really, really, you know, off the charts realistically for what it is too. So, um, yeah, maybe it's it's become more available recently, isn't it? Like you, it's more out there. <laughs> I'm afraid of a blender when it comes to frozen margaritas, that is. That's the only uh, margaritas my missus likes as well is frozen ones. She doesn't like it when they're the liquid. She wants a frozen margarita. Uh, I don't know what it is, mate. Must be must be a female thing because uh, missus is the same. <laughs> I'm not really huge on the uh, frozen uh, alcoholic drinks, uh, but I do yeah. love myself a grape um, uh, frozen drink from uh, from McDonald's. <laughs> Yeah. Little indulgences, mate, eh? Exactly, exactly. That's one of my um <laughs> yeah. Uh one of my guilty pleasures uh that I do <laughs> love. Um uh, but yeah. Mate, so how is your streaming journey going? Because you, you're you're regular as mate. You're always online. Uh what what what's your community growth been like? Like we talked earlier about your YouTube channel, um and how yeah. you know four thousand subscribers, mate, that's no mean feat. Yeah, and I'm probably ignorant to it, realistically, to be fair. Um, oh, look, I use, obviously, VidIQ, which, um, you know, if people it's don't use to, IQ, It's so good, isn't it? It's fucking, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, anybody out there who's sort of in that phase of a um, little bit of a struggle or how do I do this, or that, I'd, I'd encourage you to go and have a look at VidIQ. Um, it does give you... I'm, I'm not really a stats man, mate. Like, I'm not a, I'm not that fucking intelligent, to be fair, to, to be able to decipher shit. Um but they make it really easy, um, and it, and it certainly they do. It certainly helps, eh? Like, um, you know, it, it gives you obviously the the best sort of solution for what you're doing at the time as well. So, um, yeah, like, I used to be worried about you know, like, I used to be worried about you know numbers and shit like that. But I just realised like it, it doesn't matter about the numbers. Like, uh, I try to be as regular as I can be. Um, like most people, mate, I get, I get the shits. Um, you know, you get the stage where you sort of get the old, uh, just, you know, don't have the mentality for it, or, or maybe I'm a little bit like, for me, it, it, it's personal. Like, I, 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 and the missus will laugh at this because she, she 
you know, it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, go live, go live. I'm like, I, I can't, I just don't have it in me. She's like, oh, whatever. But until you're actually doing it, I think it's more a case of um, if I can't put out the best that I can do, then I won't go live. Like, I, I want to make sure that I'm People putting... People need to learn that, mate. You know, like, it, um, I mean, it hurts me not to go live, put it that way, um, you know, but I don't want to just go live for the sake of going live. Uh, I, I think, you know, I've got people that come in and watch me that pay, you know, and, and let's break it down. People are coming and paying to watch me or they're watching for free. Um, you know, I'd like to put out the best that I can, you know, with what I've got at the time. It doesn't mean it's necessarily going to be good all the time, um, but it's going to be genuine. So, you know, like that's where I think, um, for me, that's that's the number one thing. Like, if, if I'm not going to give you guys the quality, you know, or <laughs> fucking quality, if we can call it that, um, the quality or the, uh, you know, the laughs, then I, I won't go ahead with it, realistically. Eh? Yeah. No, like, like I said, mate, so a lot of people need to learn that. If you're not in the right headspace, um, it, it, it's very emotional. Um, you know, yep. particularly uh, yep. for me, probably one of the best things I've ever done, mate, was scale it back to I do my one stream um a week which is the podcast um and yep. uh you know sometimes i think about it but you know i've just got so much going on in my own life mate this, this works well yeah. for me i've got to get doing more um uh, of the um what do you call it the spotlights um so yes foxy i do remember that um uh, but <laughs> this is uh working well for me i get to do it once a week i jump into discords i chat with people I jump into the yeah. uh, 87.8 Discord. I sit there. If anyone wants to come in and say hi, they can. Um, but, yeah, you know, I, I don't do this with a goal of, you know, ever making a big business out of it. Um, but, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's it's something I do. It's my hobby. Uh, and that's why I'm yeah. able to come into this with a good headspace. But when you, um, you know, like, do you ever have goals of being a full-time streamer or anything like that? Or is it just a hobby for you as well? No, mate, look, uh, I, yeah, look, let's fucking get into it, and I'll, and I'll tell you, like, I'll be as honest as I can be about everything, like, um, you know, like, did I ever think I'd be doing this? No, had no idea I'd be doing this whatsoever, um, had no fucking idea in the world that I'd actually be doing this whatsoever, um, it's been, and it always is, and it still will be, probably till I end up not doing it, it's always a learning curve, and you can always learn from what you do, um, and I think, I think for me, it's been um, a sense of finding a place where it's not so much where you fit or you belong, but where you can actually be yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, you can actually let your guards down, let your walls down, just be fucking you. Um, and that generally That's is so important being, you know, as well, mate. Don't yeah. pretend to be yeah. someone you're not. You know, there, there's no. so many examples of people like um, Boogie2988, uh, if you're aware of who he is, um, where people try to be someone they're not and you can only keep yep. that charade up for so long just be yourself 100%. and yeah you know, some yep. for some people it's uncomfortable but you've got to realize that maybe you're just not the most interesting person to watch that doesn't mean you're not a nice person um but yeah you know, there, there's some people who can you know put on that high energy um show because they, that comes natural to them you know your, your lax hawthorns your uncle ray ray's uh uh, Doctor disrespects and stuff like that. They're able to, you know, hyper accentuate uh, things about them. Um, but yep, yeah. Uh, like Michael I said, agree, be man. yourself and do a job you love. You're guaranteed to be happy. Um, and that's yeah. You know, I've said this many a time myself, mate. You know, a lot of people get upset with me, but at least they know what I'm like. The um, warts and all, I am who I am. 
I put my foot in my mouth, right. but and you have always come across as a genuine person to me as well, mate. You don't pretend to be anything you're not. I can't be, mate. It's um, it's so much fucking cheaper and easier being yourself, man. So why bother? Like you know, um, it's all about that money. Thing. Yeah, and and you know, like, and this will sound probably stupid as well. I suppose, like, I, I view it from this point of view. Like, I've got kids, right? You know, the kids know who I am. Kids know I'm doing what I'm doing. Um, and being an old fella, mate, that's probably. You know, there was oh, always yeah. a stigma about being uh, 46, brother. So That old, mate, your spring chicken. Getting there. We're getting there, mate. Like I said, it was a little bit, little bit, little bit hard to rise this morning, mate. And, uh, oh. you know, that's when you know things are starting to, and starting I to, to go. And I have to every bloody week, mate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. But I think, um, yeah, there's always a fear in there. There's always a fear of, shit, how do I, how do I behave? How do I be? How do I, you know, like, just fucking stop. Drop it. Just be you. Um, you know, the genuine people will come through. You're going to get people who come in and go and come in and go and come in and go. And, and, and that's pretty standard in anything as well. And, and I think like what Michael said there, I think if you, if you're able to find a lifestyle, it isn't a job. It's, it's just what you do. Uh, and that transgresses through what you're, what you're streaming and how you're streaming as well. And, and you know, people can hear if you're not right. Like, you know, if you're not right within yourself, um, things can be off, obviously, you know, and, and rather than force yourself to do something, man, take a day. It's only a day. Like, you know, it, it, regardless if you're chasing partnership and shit like that and, you know, chasing all these other things and, and you know, like I, I've, I managed to achieve like partnership on Twitch pretty quickly. Um, and that's, you know, due to a particular streamer raiding me a couple of times, mate, on console and, and that really blew it up big time. And, um, you know, I've had, uh, and I, I have discussions with myself about this regularly, mate, where I kick myself in the ass a bit, but then I sort of go back to why I didn't. So I got off at a Facebook partnership game, partnership and shit, you know, getting paid to do what I wanted to do. Yeah. I was only probably eight to nine months into streaming. I had no fucking idea what I was doing, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I think for any streamer, one to two years, I think, is where you start to sort of find your groove a bit more as well. Um you're sort of settling in a bit more and you probably developed a lot more skills that you didn't realize you've actually developed all this well. Uh, and you know, look, I turned that down, you know? So it's, um, I don't know. It's uh it's a toll. There is a toll of it. Eh? Like there, there's always a toll of it. Um, I think, I think most streamers are perfectionists in a way. They, they want to get it right. They want to do it right. And they want to do it right by you and the people watching as well. So that, in its own sense, has a toll on yourself, you know, and the mental side of things as well. I, I, again, I have to chuckle at what uh, Michael just wrote yeah. in the uh, chat. <laughs> yeah, did right. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and, and you know, I have dark days, mate. I have fucking days where I just go, fuck this, yeah. I'm done. Like, you know, yeah. I, I can't do it. Um, you know, and, and then I have days where in real life takes over and I, and I have to fucking, you know, front up and do that shit as well. And would I love to go full time? Like I obviously, um, I left my job in March, um, and I've been sort of plugging away at it, you know, since then. Um, and yet stupidly enough, I think when I was working, I was probably doing more, uh, for some reason, you know, like I seemed to be pumping a lot more hours when I was actually having a full time job, you know, whereas now I'm not technically working. Um, I'm looking to go back to work, you know, and um, I take my hat off to those that make this a, a job and a living. Uh, that's some fucking fortitude, you know. You you got to be able to 
roll with whatever happens, eh? Yeah. And, you know, you've got to realise um, that, you know, don't be too hard on yourself. Um, if you do yes. make um, mistakes, you know, try to learn from it. Um, and, um, you know, just realise uh, that life goes on. Um, and don't be too judgmental yep. of others as well. Um, you know, I, I said this to someone just uh, the other day online um, in a DM to them. Um, try not to hold others to your own standards. You'll generally, um, for the most part, be constantly let down. Um, and Michael's yeah. right there. A good streamer will help their audience feel Hunters. better. In return, the community will help them when they need it. And that comes back to what you said, Sim, about don't mm. go on when you know you're not emotionally ready because, you know, a lot of people like to tune in and watch their streamers and all the rest of it because it's an escape from you know, the reality and all the terrible shit, the it, fires in fucking Hawaii and um, bloody yep. former presidents being bloody um, uh, subpoenaed <laughs> and um, wars in uh, yep. in Eastern Europe. And um, it's just, yeah. it, there's so much bad crap happening. You know, the, the economy, like we talked about, um, some people just like to just forget about all that crap and just have a have a sit down and a chuckle and you know watch someone yeah. um, enter, be, be entertaining. See, and this is this is the thing too. Like you know, the people are giving up their biggest fucking commodity or biggest you know biggest thing, and that's their time. And and time's something you can't get back. So you know, it's um, I want to I want to create an atmosphere where people can just fucking unwind. Um and you know, there's no greater gift than someone putting a message in chat saying, mate, you know, I appreciate you giving me a, a, a bit of an escape for the four hours or five, whatever hours you're on, you know. That, to me, I think is more the, the reward than anything else realistically as well. So, um, you know, you can say we got in, in this to do it for money and stuff. Like, you know, realistically, you know, unless you're really, really up there, you know, monetary is probably not going to be the, the biggest of things that'll come in, but gratitude, time and thanks will be. So... Um, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put out what I wouldn't want back, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and that's, that's sort of where, you know, you have the kids that come in, you have the kids that go, that's just a part of life. But, um, generally you have your base of people that come in and you know them and they know you, you know, and that's, that's that connection I think as well. So, um, yeah, I'm not a fucking spiritualist or shit like that, you know, there's no mumbo jumbo sort of stuff going on, but. I'm a, I'm a bloke who, for some reason, decided to stream and I enjoy what I do and, and I hope anybody that pops in enjoys what they see as well and, you know, and, and, and feel free to be able to enjoy themselves as well. Yeah. And, you know, uh, whatever works to keep you motivated, um, yeah. keep doing it. You know, that's, that's the, the other big thing as well, folks. Just, you know, do what you... Because let's be real, mate. Your hardest critic is yourself. Yes. So, you know you've only got to beat yourself basically eh? um you know if you're beating yourself every day then, and that sounds really fucking bad now i just realized i said that but if you're beating yourself every day every day um you're doing all right yeah now we've got a to talk about this week mate yeah um, let Sweet. me jump back Let's to the um uh now obviously we talked about it a bit before but uh mm. our boy lad Getting himself yes. over to um, the office there. Um, Ooh. Let me. Uh, <laughs> when do we get a business card, mate? Huh? <laughs> That's what I said to him. What is this a job interview? And he goes, no, mate. Just uh, yeah. Take us some time off and 
um, it was nice to see Scotty um, um, post a photo of him there. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I am so jealous. I am so jealous. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's a dream for me one day to um, go there and uh, get to go to all the different locations around. You know, Tizzy and um, sadly the um, uh, the airport got destroyed in the war in Ukraine. Um, that yeah. the uh, uh, northwest, uh, sorry, northeast airfield is, but the building there is based on. Um, but yeah, you know, there's so the Green Mountain, uh, that infamous red barn, the one at Starry, um, Savoir there, and uh, you know, the church. And I, I would be, you should be jealous. Get fucked, he says in chat. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I said to the lad, he should apply for the community manager job, um, uh, because, yep. um, uh, he, he's, he's well connected in the community. Um, uh, but the other thing I love is that he's well connected with the modders who, you know, um, we see a lot of content creators get shared in the community spotlight each week and that, um, but mm. you know, I, I would love to see more of the, uh, the modding and not just the PC modding, but you know, the console stuff as well. Yeah. Um, you know, like Different. what, um, uh, Dom was able to port, uh, the up map over to console for everyone. Um, and that's just been going gangbusters. I know he just released version 2.0 of that. Um, but yeah, it'd be great to have someone with uh, potentially, you know, I, I don't know much about what Scotty's knowledge of the, the tech side of it is, uh, but he said he's not really interested in that role. Uh, but yeah, yeah but it'll be a foot in the door, mate, a foot in the door. Yeah. Opportunity, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I think, um, I think also, I think also, um, you know, modders go, modders are probably, let's be real, they're the backbone at the moment, eh? Server owners, obviously the heart, modders are the backbone. Um, you know, the work that those guys do and server owners do is fucking relentless. Like, um, you know, these are people who put their time and their money into something for you. Uh, you know, it's not, I mean, you're going to get ones that have ego, I understand that, but I would say nine out of 10 of them are doing it out of the goodness of their own fucking heart because they love the game. They want to bring something for you to, that's, to that's enjoy That's an interesting play, analogy yeah. that, Okay, so if Daisy was a, a human body, uh, a living organism, um, what what did you say? The uh, the no, the modders, the yeah. the heart. No, the backbone. So they're the, the backbone. backbone of the community. The yeah, um, and the uh, the server owners are the heart of the. Well, it could be the brain of the heart, I suppose. So the, the devs heart, would be the brain. Um, yep. Yeah, they would be. Then yeah. Um, yeah. the the playing community is the muscles and the rest of the body. So what are the content yep. creators? The feet for the foundation, mate. You know, we try <laughs> to hold it together. So, <laughs> or the skin, I suppose you could say. You know, we keep everything intact. Well, I mean, it's, you know, a bit of a far cry. But, um, you know, without people who are wanting to... And they're not trying to take away the... the not trying to take away the, the trueness of the game. They're trying to adapt it so it can be enjoyed by different people in different aspects as well, I think. So, yep. um, they need a lot more recognition, man. You know, like, honestly, um, you know, server owners sometimes go unnoticed mate and and you know like how many people you know you, you could say hey i run on the server but i don't know who owns it you know i don't know their story and i don't know why they chose to do a server either and and consoles a little bit different um because obviously it's such a limited thing that you can do within reason and and you've had um you had a mate of mine half goblin on who is um well there's half goblin and there's teabag as well um who you know are, are quite stand-up people in the in the console community and, and the stuff that they're doing just to bridge a gap i suppose you could say is is really fucking interesting and you know and, and um half goblin brought that essica 
um, console map sort of out. Um, just so people, well, not, yeah, it was, yeah, it was Essica. Yeah, put the Essica map out so people could actually have a bit of a run on, on console or see what it's like. And um, whilst it wasn't, you know, 100% accurate, it still gave, gave people a taste of what, what you can do, you know, and, and the creative sort of creativity that people have. And, and I think they don't get enough love, though, personally. It's interesting uh, talking about content, uh, the dev stream um, and, and the one before it. Uh, Michael said in chat there, they do need to have a guest on when they do their dev streams. Let that person play the game while they do the talking. Streaming when you barely can play the game is not a good look. And I said, it is a bit of funny, but yeah, it's, it, it, sorry, it's a bit of a meme, but it's, yeah, it's kind of funny how bad most of them are. Uh, they need to get Scotty B on to uh, show them because I know he's a hardcore console uh, DayZ player. Uh, but yeah, it, it's you watch some of them stream and it's like, oh my God, they're, they're literally yeah. the meme of modders. Um, who spent all their time modding the game and have no idea how to actually play the game um, properly like you know, <laughs> some of the content creators do. But, yeah. It'd be the equivalent of a, a mechanic not knowing how to drive a car, wouldn't it, in a way? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can fix it, but by fuck, I can't drive it. It's funny. It is funny. Uh, they do need a bit of love, mate. They, they need... um. You know, and I, and I say it quite a bit, and, and you know, to, to most of the guys when they come to chat and stuff like, you know, these are people, server owners are people who put their own fucking time and money into this stuff, you know, and, and you've got the hard neck to sit there and complain about shit. Like, you know, realise they're trying to do the best they can, you know. Maybe they're limited for whatever reason, but they're still trying to literally do the best they can. And, um, and they, you know, I don't think they get a... I might be wrong, but I just don't think they get the love they deserve. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, that was um, something that um, uh, during the dev stream, um, you know, I, I left a comment. Um, <clears throat> uh, I might actually play the clip uh, because part yeah. of it was um, a very, very nice thing they said about us. Uh, but the reason I left a comment was we have um, Martin um, back uh, working at Bohemia. Um, and he was the former... Uh, I think he was the former brand and uh, PR manager. Uh, uh, but he was there during the dark times uh, for DayZ. And uh, let me see if I swear to right post that. I think it was in DayZ's chat. It's a it's a real labour of love, mate, eh? Like, realistically, isn't it? Like, you know, you're not doing it for the fame and autonomy. You're doing it for the love. Here we go. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where I came from. Oh, our favorite podcast is messaging us, uh, you know, this, the 87.8 Survivor FM. Oh. Is that he remembers you Hello, very guys. well and oh, he yeah. even like yeah. interviewed you. So. Was I on the day? Ah, oh, okay, I was. <laughs> yeah, and he's saying that you, you were part of the community team in the hardest part of DC, which I That's kind true. of. That's true. I kind of also. Um, can like sign this because I joined at that time yeah. and it was really rough uh, with the whole vibe in the community and yeah. in the office. Yeah, yeah. It because was very hard yeah, because everybody. there was a lot of people who were working on the switch to partly to the new engine, so we had a lot of work yeah. basically hidden from the community that we couldn't, you know, show before yeah. it's ready. It was and like a big drought where yeah, there was yeah. nothing coming out, and it was and it's of... it's amazing redemption story. Actually, we are yeah. so happy that Daisy is doing so well now because yeah, they were like times where the concurrent players were in that high yeah. and I think that last year That's we actually oh yeah but it was it was um 
it, it must have been hard for them working during that period, um, uh, Sin, because that was yeah, definitely, definitely. But it's good to see Martin out of- back there. You know, and, and it's a return to the roots, really, isn't it? So you've got the original sort of guys that are coming back to maybe, you know, maybe strengthen it a bit more and, and make the game a lot more resolved as well. So, um, it, it's it's a labour of love, eh? Like, it really, really is. And, yep. You know, I think it's fair to say most people don't do this, you know, um, for anything other than the love of the game. Yeah. Speaking of love of the game, uh, something else yeah. I have to show you guys. Um Can't get over that smooth baby skin, mate. I'll tell you. <laughs> are you are you watching the stream I'm sharing? Yeah, just watching it now, mate. I think I'm a little bit delayed, but yeah, watching it now. Ooh, what's this? Horses, eh? That's not a bad idea, eh? Right. They did want to do them in Daisy uh, because it yep. makes sense, you know. It's a um, a mode of transport that doesn't need um, fuel, um, just grass and water, pretty much. And unless we're real, that man, model like, looks you know, beautiful. You... Hunter is amazing. Oh He's yeah, just, mate, uh, what a the... talent! Absolute talent. He, he obviously loves what he does, mate. Yeah, yeah, and you know, like you can see it because of the, the time taken to do stuff, hey. You know, like Dump Grass another one, man. Animation. Uh, yeah, it, it's a bit janky. I know he's limited. You know, it'd be great if the player actually, uh, you know, wiggled a bit in the chair, but Cheesy's uh, doing a good job of what he's got. You know, there's no proprietary tools to do all this stuff um, with the custom animations. He's having to, you know, like he yeah. was on the show just the other week, so. Yeah, if you want to know yeah. more about how he's doing it all, but uh, it's it's amazing. I I just I just love you know, what he's doing. He's got a talent, man, and I think um, you know people should be harnessing it a lot more as well because uh, it's not something that would you know um, sort of uh, devalue the game. It's something that would actually make the game you know a lot more of what it should be as well. So yeah. you know, it's it's like mods that actually are. Reflectable in life, I suppose, eh? Yeah. Um, speaking, we were just talking about BI. Uh, did you see that they're advertising for two positions in Daisy? I've seen one. I didn't know there were two. Um, Jesus, wouldn't that be uh, wouldn't that be interesting, eh? Like you know, um, so they're looking for a community manager, which we just talked about. Yep. Um, I also sent it to Dak Guy Sill, who we had on the show a few weeks back as well. I think he'd be great yep. for it. He knows the game and he's studying marketing um, at the moment. Um, but all the information is in the description of the video um, down below, folks. Uh, I'll put it in there um, so you can check it. Uh, but the other one, um, which uh, they actually advertised on the um, uh, BI account, um, is a QA automation engineer. So... Ooh. Yeah, look, it's um, that's a life, isn't it? Really, like you know, I mean, I, my mind goes straight away to a couple of people I think would be fantastic, and and one of them is Project Project Lemons, um, 
absolute, you know, for a young guy, mate, on point. Like, um, I've had the pleasure of running, you know, running with him and, and, and doing a few things behind the scenes with him and, and being involved with him. And, you know, their passion, passion excites you, eh? Like, they're, they're there for the right reason, which is, is fucking good. Um, and what better, what better fucking job to go for, eh? This is one that lads should be applying for as well. Um, any of the modders, because that's what they are um, after is someone who's a modder or interested in modding the games. Um, there was no other tertiary requirements, which is great that they're you know putting jobs out there, which I, I wouldn't call this entry level because there's no fucking way I could do this, mate. Uh, <laughs> Me either, mate. No, I, I could barely even manage um, the uh, central loot economy of a server, let alone yeah. um, stuff about modding. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it'd be great to see someone known in the, uh, Daisy modding community, get a role like this, uh, because it would just be so, it, it's great seeing how many of them may be employed so far. Um, and I think it builds, it builds trust as well, but hey, like if you yep. get someone that, you know, we know that is, is, is pretty much what they do and, and how they do it, you know, then you, you know, the game will be in good hands. Not, not that it's not necessarily in bad hands. It just offers more direction. Sorry, just replying to a uh, message. Um, now, there was another uh, thing there that I wanted to um, uh, showcase. One second. There's a, another Twitter account uh, called uh, Survival Game News. Um, and I'm quite a fan of them. They, um, they, they talk about basically survival games in general. Uh, but they, aren't, they actually reached out to me and asked if we could do a poll uh, with our community, uh, which oh, we yeah. did. And I'll yep. just go to our um, channel. I've been following these guys for a while, mate. Eh? Yeah, they're good. Definitely... They're good. It's good to see. Yeah. They're, uh, they're, they're, they're doing their own little wee spin on things, and it, it looks really, really good. Yeah. Now, did you see this um, poll pop up uh, with 41 votes on it? Um, but uh, which of these activities is your favorite in survival games? Um, oh, yeah. Crafting, yeah, yeah. Harvesting, hunting, looting, uh, fighting and surviving, exploring or discovering. Um, I'll copy the... Um, oh. um, yeah, this is a chat that, that myself and, and one of the bro or old dirty sniper have quite regularly. <laughs> um, you know, Daisy's designed to play it whatever way you want to play it, right? You know, yep. it's up to you how you play your game. Like no one can no one should or can really criticize anybody for playing the game the way they want to play, you know? Like it's up no, to you. No right way to play it um, uh, other than the way that you want to play it. But that's only your that's right, right way. Someone else can play it differently yeah. and as long as they're following the rules of whatever server they're on. Did right. Did right. And and I think that's the uniqueness of it, eh? You're not sort of restricted to, shit, I have to do it this way and we're in a box and that's it. Um, you know, I'm not really a, I'm not really a PVP person. Um, and, and what I mean by that is I don't actively go out looking for it. No. You know, if it happens, it happens. There are better games for PVP um, in my opinion. Dead right. Yeah, dead right. You know, like, um, like I play Tarkov, obviously, that's in a bit of a shit state at the moment, but I play Tarkov and, you know, there's PVP there if you really want to go and get into it. And, um, but you know, for me, um, when I seen that pop up, uh, it's more the um, the crafting and the building and the surviving. I think it's really the the, the big thing for myself, eh? Well, the exploration, I suppose, would be the better way to say it. 
I'm a person that likes to get lost um, and try and sort of, you know, work my way out of a situation that I get myself into. Sorry, I just uh, saw what um, uh, Michael uh, typed in chat there. Horse is a good idea. You can ride at the tizzy, then eat it when you run out of food. Uh, and it <laughs> reminded me of um, this. All animals want to live. Where do you draw the line? How about here? <laughs> uh, but I saw I saw another uh, version of it, um, which was uh, Apocalypse, and the line was moved to um, horses and rabbits. Uh, I ain't eating dogs or cats. No, never. I'm, I'm just not doing never. that. That's my line. Nah. He's right there. I'm the same. I'm pretty sure yep. I've probably eaten horse meat. Um, you definitely have if you live in the UK. I know they had that scandal a while back yeah. where they... Um, Rabbit. I've had rabbit before. It's not bad. Not great. You can't live on it, though. I've heard of a famous story of um, a bloke um, basically starving to death, uh, per se, from just lack of nutrients. He had plenty of rabbit, but that was all he had. Uh, and he ended up dying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but... Look, um, I'm the same. I um, yeah, I know, obviously, other countries in the world, you know, that's, that's part of the staple. I get it. All good. But no, nah, not for me. Like... Uh... <laughs> You know, um, even horse, I suppose, as well. Like, uh, you know, that's obviously, again, different parts of the, uh, the world, obviously, you know, survive on it and thrive on it. I would have to not I'm know not the horse. If it's a pet horse, yeah. they ain't eating yeah. it. I'd have to not know it is a horse, I think, as well. Like, you know, yeah. uh, if it was a stew, mate, then I'd be all right. It wouldn't bother me. But, um, yeah. I mean, I've done the croc. I've done, like, I'm a, a mad fan of uh, kangaroo. Uh, not a fan? As well, no, I am. Yeah, I am a fan oh, of kangaroo. I can't stand it. Oh, no. It's no. Just... I, I've Strong. probably told this story. If you're playing Daisy Bingo, here we go. When I was in the army, um, I did a survival course, um, and um, we the final phase of it was seven days surviving in the North Queensland wilderness. Um, yep. And yep. we had um, uh, a lucky encounter. One of the guys managed to kill a kangaroo. Hand to hand combat. He had a machete, um, but he managed <laughs> to take down the kangaroo. Um, and we ate kangaroo for about four days, uh, and I just can't eat it anymore. I had it fried, I had it boiled, um, roasted, and I just, I even went to a, like a five-star restaurant uh, and ordered the kangaroo, and it was just not too gamey. I just, I can't, I can't eat yeah. it anymore. It's disgusting to me. Ugh. Yeah, it's um, it's a taste aid, like it is. And, you know, like venison as well. Venison's a lot, I mean, Meat-wise, very similar. Taste-wise, totally different, I think, personally. Um, yeah. It's, it is definitely gamey. Um, good meat, though. Like, really good. Good for you. Very healthy, yeah. Very um, healthy. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to get past, I suppose, that, you know, what am I eating sort of situation as well. So, um, Josie Garfunkel in chat there just um, touched on, um, uh, back on the PvP topic. Yeah. There are better games for PvP, but there is no game for me like DayZ with the PvP. And it's why I don't like playing PVE servers per se. I don't mind them. I'm not against them. Um, but there is nothing like that threat of that fear of, yeah, you know, I was, like I said, I was just on um, uh, Bitterroot last night um, and I'm <laughs> yep. up at that airfield in the Northeast. Um, and I was so scared, so scared uh, because, yeah. you know, you don't know if someone's around you. Um, uh, yeah, there's certain tells, you know, whether there's infected spawning and if you're far enough away. Um, but, um, have you, have you been up to that location yet? 
Yeah, look, I was up. Oh, look, I gotta say, shout out to Maddie, man. Like, um, hands down, um, fucking the map is, um, yeah, I think it's a map that's gonna generate a lot of uh, of fun times for a lot of people. Um, I was up there last play test. Um, I've only played once this play test. I'm planning probably be playing today. I don't know. It depends on like I got a run coming up this afternoon anyway. But um, you know, it it keeping you on your toes is the key, eh? Like it's uh. It's that suspense today, like, you know. Um, there's no other game that does it like that, personally. Uh, the fucking, like, everybody can remember, and I'm pretty sure this will be true, everybody can remember the first time they either killed someone or got killed or had that adrenaline rush for the first time, and it doesn't change. doesn't matter how many friggin' hours you have in the game. doesn't matter, you know, how long you've been playing. You're still going to have that initial chemical release of, of the excitement of what's going on especially when you don't control that situation as well so um it's just there's nothing else that taps into the the system like that eh? Exactly. and that area up north is nuts mate it can be absolutely freaking mental up there i was watching uh watching with a fella yesterday and and you know there were guys driving in cars all over the airfield and shit like that it's like it, just unpredictable is probably the, the best way to put it like michael said daisy gives you the final circle in PUBG tension but it's the whole time you're playing, not just the final yes. two minutes. Yeah. 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 I, I, mean, I, I know there not, are some people right? who it doesn't, you know, they, they've gotten so good at PVP that um, I, I genuinely think they mustn't get much thrill from it. Whereas for me, yeah, I've said it many a time and I'll say it again. I don't ever want to become a PVP pro. I'd like to be a bit better, but I don't want to lose that fear that you get when you hear a shot ring out or you, what was that? You see a player. Like on Bitterroot at the moment, he's got this thing where there's tro uh, rocks, large, yes. tall, skinny yes. rocks in the trees. Um, <laughs> yep. Like just to this, and every fucking time I go past one, it's like, is that a player? Is that a player? Is that a I'm constantly on edge. And yep. as much as it's probably not good for my heart, but that's one of the things I love about DayZ. You know, the infected that just randomly sprint. Best thing ever. What? Why, why is this uh, yeah. is it sprinting because it's programmed to? Yeah, it's one of those runner ones. Oh, God. Okay, I can calm down. Oh, there's another one over there. What was that? Um, I, I love being on edge when I play DayZ. Um, and it's why I don't like playing PVE servers as much fun as they can be. And, you know, I, I've been I've been meaning to get on and try that um, beer garden uh, because Brendan um, Sinbad, our mate, um, swears by it. Yeah, um, he and, does. Yeah. Um, I've, I've got to get on there and play with him in Moonshine. Um, shout out to my boy yeah. Moonshine, who's having some health issues at the moment. Um, but yeah, yeah. I hope he's doing all right too. Actually, like Mooney's, um, yeah, he's a like, good guy. Uh, one Moonshine. of the legends. He is, mate. He is. Um, you know, and 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 humble as fuck as well. Like yeah. you know, let's be Very real. You know, for the, shit that's going, for the shit that's going on, mate. You know, he has every right not to be. Um, but you know, one of the most genuine guys you'll ever fucking talk to, and you know, yeah. and get the pleasure of running with as well. So, yeah, I, I really hope he does get well soon. Um. You know, and that's that's the beauty of Daisy, mate. You you meet people you you'd never meet in real life anyway. So yep, you know, it's, exactly. Um, it's a bridge builder, eh? Bridges that gap. Yep, I agree, Michael. Like you just said there, mate. I love that moment when you've been walking in the woods for fifteen minutes talking to your buddy, not a sound but the wind, and suddenly the silence is shattered by the sound of a close shot. Yeah, it, it's you've always got to stay on your toes playing Daisy because the second you drop your guard is when you get the absolute living bejesus scared out of you. I think the other thing is too, like I've had a situation where I've logged in, taken five steps and stood on a fucking bear trap. Yeah. So, you know, there's the, effect, the, uh, yeah. the holy shit. Okay, now I've got to be on my toes about this. And, you know, like it, 
it, yep. it brings out the creativity in people and how you can actually hurt someone <laughs> without, you know, being too fucking stupid about it, I suppose you could say. But um, it's, uh, it's the only game that keeps me on my toes and it's the only game that I physically get that fucking thrill sometimes out of when something happens, you know. Um, it's human versus human, not sort of human versus AI sort of shit sometimes, eh? Now, tell us about Savage Lands. Savage Lands, yeah, sweet. Uh, look, it's... I'm, I'm wary about putting my name to a server, like I really am, and that's not a, a bad thing. Um, it's more, I just don't want to be that person who's got the servers, like, you know, we've seen others do it, and, and I get it. It was more a bit of a pet project with myself and Daisy Philosophy. Um, we, um, we set it up, trying to fill the void, I suppose, of, of what we were looking for. Um, there's, there's a lot in Daisy that you can do, obviously, but there's also a lot that people don't know you can do. And, um, trying to keep it as vanilla as possible, you know, has a little bit of a mod to it, but it's more around the recipes and stuff that you can create. So, you know, we, we look at it from the point of view of, uh, if, if I was surviving in the real world and this shit was going on, you know, I can make a fucking bandage. I could, I could, you know, fix shit up with a sewing kit I can make or, or find, or, you know, it's not necessarily looting. It's more characters being able to, um, create and do, um, We've had it on a couple of, couple of different um, maps. We've obviously had Cherno to start with. Um, went to... Um, uh, went, tried to go to Deer Isle, for, uh, you know, too big for, for what we're looking for. We're currently on Chimsey at the moment, or Chimsey, however we want to say it. Um, I haven't played that one yet. I've been meaning to. Yeah, mate, it's... um, it's Yeah, it's a good map. Like, it is a good map. It's, it's got a lot to it, eh? Like, uh, I'm trying to... I've been trying to find a map... And I think this is where Bitterroot's going to come into the key, you know, when it comes out. A map where, you know, it doesn't let you get lost miles away out the way and you're never going to have any sort of run-ins, but it actually has, like, this central hub area where things will happen. Um, and it has a bit of bit of everything as well. So, um, yeah, we, we set it up. We're sort of toying with it, you know, just trying to play with it. And, and you know, it, it, it has, no, has no admins on it. And, and when I say it has no admins... Me, myself, and Daisy are the same sort of, you know, thought where we don't want people, you know, admining the fucking, the, the stuff and, and being power, you know, hungry and all that sort of shit. And obviously everybody's had their bad experiences with, you know, with shit admins as well. And we wanted it to be run by the players. So the players can make the decisions. Um, players can put forward what they want. Um, and, you know, do it like a, like a, a good group of people, you know, that can actually enjoy a server as well. So um, it's been... Yeah, it's been been an eye opener, mate. Like I never realised, you know, I don't think I realised what it's like to actually try and run a server as well. And and look, we're not big, you know. I'm not sort of saying we're big of that, but it's um, it's definitely a learning curve, mate. Which Daisy really, really loves. He he's really, really into it, and he loves doing that side of things as well, which is good. So it's given him a good outlet to explore. Um, but there's a lot to it, eh? A lot to server running, I can tell you. like you mate for the full release of Bitterroot. Um everything yes. I'm seeing about it. Um like I just messaged um Maddie then um asking him if he had a um a private server. Um uh, but I might have to look at uh trying to work out how to use Daisy Editor. Um because yeah. that airfield up north, um yep. the mountain that overlooks it, it reminded me so much of Mishkino tents, the old Mishkino tents. Yes. Where yes, it does. But I, I just said to him it just needs a, a mountain on the opposite side because, like, the ranges are pretty insane if you're up the top. 
you know, you're looking at close to 900 meters to um, the actual runway. Uh, but if you had a, a mountain, uh, a decent feature on the other side, uh, yeah, not only do you have to worry about um, the snipers up on the hill shooting down at you when you're looting up in the airfield there, uh, but the snipers up on the hill have got to be worried about counter snipers on the opposite hill because that was one of the most unique locations in old Cherneris when you had those two mountains overlooking the old Mishkino tents. Um, and I used to avoid that place like the plague because I was never a good uh, sniper. Um, and yep. if you went into those tents down there, it was basically a death sentence because there was generally always guaranteed to be a sniper up on the hill. And I get the feeling that that airfield um, is going to be a bit like that. It's it's just, it brought back really good vibes for me of old Turneris. Um, yeah, the way he's faced it out and, and how he's done it, um, yeah, hands down, man. Like, um, that's going to be a place that's going to pop off all the time. Like, you know, you, you're definitely going to have your sneaky little camper. He's going to be hiding somewhere. If, if you've got a ghillie suit on that map, mate, you, you're probably fucking set. You know, well, that's set the other thing really. I said to him as well. Like, um, I remember when they did the uh, rework of the trees and you used to be able to get a barrel and place it into a, into a tree, not in, not chop the tree down and wait for the tree to respawn, but just place it into the branches and it was nigh invisible. Now, the, the way the trees are done, it's almost impossible to do that. But he's placed his trees, like sometimes there's um, two trees are too close together um, and yep. you can't yep. uh, run between them. But I don't mind it because... Like I was um, running the other day um, and I had, um, I think it was um, uh, Roger Rooster. Um, thanks. A shout out to him once again. Um, but he was sitting in Discord chatting with me and I was streaming it. Um, I do sometimes stream my gameplay in um, Discord. Um, just, yep. you know, that's a nice, people can come and chat with me and watch me uh, be a potato. But I was running <laughs> in the southwest corner up where the uh, the mountain that has the uh, the royal throne on it. Um, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Um, yeah, and right. yep. I was running through the trees there and they were so close together and I'd literally stumbled on two barrels that wow. I, yeah. I would never have seen. The only thing that I've seen close to that so far, and I haven't played every map, um, which is an oversight, I need to do it, but some of the areas on Namolsk, um, particularly near where that bridge is that goes to the two islands, um, are quite close with the trees there. But even then, they're still not quite the same. I love what Maddie's done in that, you know, I said to him in the message that the old stash is going to be viable again uh, because it's been yeah. so hard to do in DayZ now for quite some time because of the way they changed the trees. You used to be able to stash things in trees um, and they could be nigh impossible to see unless you stumbled across it. But he's got so much densely forested area that, I, I know uh, Summit's probably going to hate it, but me, I love it. I love the idea of literally, you know, stumbling on someone sitting there cooking meat or, or a player just, you know, checking his inventory or, you know, even just the thought of knowing that, um, you know, I could be five metres away from someone and they literally can't see me. And he has these lines of trees in, in the area of the forest that as you're running through, you don't know what's on the other side of those trees. You can't see through them. So it's a risk. Do no. I just keep on running out or do I stop? And it, it's it's such a well-made map so far, everything I'm seeing. And the custom assets yeah. he's got, uh, for the most part, amazing. Yeah, and, and, and I think, that, like I said, he was streaming yesterday with Jay Plays. Jay and, Jay and him had a run yesterday and I said to Maddie, like, you know, obviously there's people out there trying to 
trying to copy the map and you know re redoing their bullshit like they do and and, and the same thing as they're doing, mate, was, look, you know, take it to split every brother. Obviously, you're doing something right, so, you know, that's why people yep. are doing this. And and Jay was the one who actually said to me, apparently, he asked Matt, you know, what, why have you actually put the rocks in the trees? Like, and it was an, actually was an accident. Um, but it's become so... Iconic. ...part of the map. Yeah, yeah, like it is. And, and you know, for those that haven't played Bitterroot, get fucking on there and have a crack and have a try of it. Like, yeah. you, you're missing out, to be honest with you. Um, you know, there's very... And I'll say this selfishly, there's very little maps that interest me sometimes uh, or pique the interest, you know, or, or make me go, yeah, I'll go and play that, you know. This is one of them that I'm waiting for every time it comes around. Um, you know, like, people aren't on there for the hell of it. People are on there because they want to be on there. And, and you know, Matty's a humble fella. Um, you know, he's doing work that, you know, is his passion and his love, and, and it shows, I think, as well. And It just... It's offering a different sort of uh, scenario, eh? and, and you're right with the trees because, you know, I've had a gunfight with a group of two people, and one guy was less than a foot away from us, well, probably a metre away from us, without even freaking knowing, you know? And the only reason we see him is because he put his gun up and the, and the barrel poked. Um, it, it's kind of cool because you can't just be the idiot that just goes fucking running. you actually got to take your time, mate. Eh? Um, and think about what you're doing as well, I think, also. So... Um, I really can't wait to see the big city that he's going to bring in the next playtest yeah. and see where that goes. You know, yep. like, uh, there's nothing that looks odd on that map. You know how you can go on some maps and you think, eh, it doesn't really sort of fit or suit. Nothing so far looks odd or wrong. It looks like it should be there, and it is actually what what is yeah. part of the map as well. And, and that's where I think it's different to a lot of others as well. And I know there's a, I mean, I don't know how much you know about this one either, but the Hashima Island one. I um, am that's, very excited yeah. for that. Yes. Yep. Same. Yeah. I've been watching it sort of progressing through slowly and stuff, you know, and thinking, yeah, I can't wait to see how this goes. Cause it does, you know, it looks like they're taking their time to do it right as well. I love it. I love it. It's the same as what Maddie's doing. You know, you find items and you know, there's a few like the tack bacon, the tin of peaches, sardines and stuff like that. But he's got all those custom food items, custom clothing items that are more along the line of the actual map. Um, it's original, you know, the, the location, like it's, yeah, and that, yeah, yeah, it's it, original. It, it, it's expensive. It's not cheap, yeah, you know, unless you've got the skills to do all that stuff yourself. Um, but yeah, if you if you want your um, map to take off, um, do it. And I think he's got quite a good monetization model as well. Um, yeah, yep. he, people can support him, and um, yeah, he, he he's doing regular play tests and updates and letting people know. So. Yeah, you know, I, and, you I, know, I mate, big he's, believer um, in what he's, he's doing. approachable. Very. Like, he's approachable as well, you know, and, and that's the key as well. Like, he, he's open, you know, whereas um, you, you get some people who might be a little bit more, no, nah, this is why I'm doing it. This is what I want. This is how it's going. You know, um, he, he's adaptable to things and, and trying stuff out. And, you know, classic example is the rocks and the trees. It was a fucking era, but now it's become a hallmark. And, and to be honest with you, if you remove it realistically, it would sort of suck in a way as well because you're always constantly going, fuck, is that a person? Like, I just don't know, you know? And yeah. It's the one map I think that's keeping you on your toes all the time, mate. Eh? Like, you can't you can't fucking relax on that map at all. Yeah. Mate, we are pretty much done. The last thing I want you to talk about is your name. Yeah, what, my full name, my proper name, my sin. Yeah, yeah. Why, sweet, why is it sin? Dad. I know why, but 
Explain. Yeah, it. you know why. You know why. So, um, and look, this is not a poor me situation. So I'm not looking for fucking poor me and all that bullshit. I'm not that person. Um, if I wake up, if I wake up in the morning, mate, I'm fucking happy. Um, you know, realistically. Um, yeah, look, I had a little bit of an incident. I was playing football. Um, I copped a, I copped an elbow to the jaw. Um, had a tooth break off into the jaw and cut it, which led to a, um, an infection within half a day called necrotizing fasciitis. Put me into a coma. Um, was in a coma for three weeks. Uh, had 16 surgeries on my, my neck and throat and shit like that. So I've had a full restructure of the neck, the jaw and the throat, um, which led me to have a lot of time off, obviously. And, and this is where I picked up console, um, picked it back up because it was sort of 2016, around that time when things were coming out. And, you know, mental health was a big issue. I'd, I'd never, like you, Vordy, I'm from a fucking era, mate, that gets told you don't talk about shit. Um, you know, you, you're brought up that way, um, which is wrong to be fair. Um, and you know, I've always been a person that wants to strive to, to make a clear head for people, you know, make people feel like they they can be clear headed and feel like they can talk as well. And, um, yeah, so sin itself, I have a, a brand that I started out called Sinner. Um, and it was uh, originally show you're not afraid, um, or show you're not average. Um, because, you know, it was more highlighting the fact that I want people to realise that it doesn't matter who you are, you are who you are, and, and don't be afraid of it, you know, but be yourself, realistically. And um, It's developed and dropped down to steady and nerve, and that's more on the mental health side of things where, you know, as a person who probably was really ignorant and fucking stupid about things, I didn't believe in mental health until it actually happened. Um, and I honestly think... Um, the wake up that I had made me realize that there are people out there that, you know, just want someone to talk to um, and just want someone even just to listen, really, to be fair. And um, the brand itself, um, it's kind of funny, mate. I, I had Sinister and one of my one of my mates from back home, he, um, as a joke, said cinnamon as in the fucking spice, you know. And then, you know, it just sort of took from that. Well, oh, fuck it. Let's try that. We'll see what happens, you know. And, and it's just sort of been developed from that since since then. And. I just sort of whittled things down and been working on it here and there. And so I created a brand. Um, I haven't really seen a lot of this and I don't know if it is out there. It probably will be, but I wanted to build a brand that was around mental health and about how good you feel when you put the right thing on, um, you know, and, and how you feel a part of things as well. So to me, I was brought up on, you know, if you look the part, you can feel the part and you can play the part. And, and, and that's a mentality thing as well. So, you know, um, I try to do giveaways. I try to do gear that, um, I, I mean, I wouldn't put out gear that I wouldn't wear as well. So, you know, I'm putting out gear that I wear myself every fucking day. I've got a hoodie on, I've got a t-shirt on, um, general everyday wear, but I want it to stand for something and I want it to unite people, not divide them. So, um, yeah, I had fucking dark days, mate. Like I went through a lot of shit, you know, and, and like everybody, I'm, I'm just the same as everybody else. So it just was something I reached to and realized that, there's not a lot out there for, and I'm going to be a sexist bastard here, and I don't mean it in a bad way, but there's not a lot of support out there for men in regards to the mental health side. And that's more our fault than anything else, to yeah. be fair. Um, you know, we, we, we don't talk. So if I can start the conversation by you wearing a T-shirt or by you wearing a hat or a hoodie, and it's linked, you know, into the fact that you're watching us on stream, then to me that's doing the world some good. Um, I, I, yeah... I'm of the belief I want to put out more than I take, you know, and, you know, ideally, mate, like I want to leave something for my fucking daughters as well. So, 
you know, realistically, you know, 10 years time if I'm here or 20 years time if I'm not here, um, you know, they can always look back on the VODs or they can always look back on YouTube or they can always look at the gear or, you know, there's always that, that legacy left behind as well. And, and I just, I think I just want people to be able to feel comfortable, be able to go, fuck it, I need a hand, you know, I, I need a help and, and, you know, help me, you know, don't be scared of it. Um, black dog's a bitch. It, it really fucking is. It's a, it's a mainstream thing for people. Um, women are a hell of a lot better at talking about their feelings than men are. And I, you know, I created this thing so we can have a conversation about it more than anything else. I like it, mate. I do. Yeah. I just think, you know, and you yourself, Bordy, obviously, you know, life, life gets to you. Life happens, you know, like, yeah. you know, we're put in situations that, you know, we choose to be in and sometimes we don't choose to be in. And um, there, there sometimes isn't an outlet or we feel like there isn't, um, you know, and if, if, if someone wearing my fucking T-shirt helps someone talk, I've done my fucking job. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I've been seeing um, uh, a post getting around about uh, a shirt someone was wearing, and it says, to the person behind me, you're awesome. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yep. And, yeah, it's just like, it doesn't cost you nothing to say something nice to someone. Uh, you see someone acting a bit not like themselves, reach out. Just say to them, you are right, bro? Um, yeah, you never know. You, yeah. you may stop someone from F11ing or um, something like that. Um, you know, because we, we all have those moments where you think no one cares and you act irrational, you say stupid shit. And um, yeah, but no, nah, man, I, I yeah. appreciate that. That's um, uh, good of you. And like you said, yeah, um, especially as you get a bit older, you start to realize that, um, you know, it's time to start making sure that I you know, leave some sort of legacy, even if it's only for you know, your kids or something like that. Um, but yeah, good yeah, on you, buddy. And good you know, on you. It's, um, yeah, you know, and, and that's weird. Like, don't be scared, man. Like, you know, talk, just talk. That's all. You yeah. know, um, if, if people aren't going to let you talk, then find fucking people that will because there are yeah. people out there. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Exactly. So it's sort of just been that born out of that passion, mate, really, to be fair. Yeah, look, I will. I'm gonna be uh, gonna be a. Uh, I'm gonna nick the mic and drop mic, mate. <laughs> look, I just want to shout out a couple of lads. Like, I've got to shout out to to all my mods. Obviously, um, without my mods, I wouldn't be where I am. Um, shout out to Elves as well, Ella, who literally helped me set this up, and and you know, and has been a backbone for a while. Uh, I'm gonna shout out the misses, obviously, because without her, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Um, and she gives more support than anybody ever really could. Um, you know, to the boys or the bros, as I call them, like Jay, obviously, as well, old Diddy Sniper, um, Nazi, you know, big shout out to Gluggles and, and the Beer Garden. Um, obviously, you know, if you're after a PVE server, get over there and play that. You're going to have a ball and you will shit yourself, I can guarantee it. Um, you know, without the guys that are in my group and without my community, to be honest with you, mate, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. So, you know, the most love I have is for the fucking community that I've got. Um, the real the real people that keep me accountable for what I fucking do. Um, and I love that because that can be probably a hard task sometimes as well. So, um, and, and a shout out to man, uh, Brendan and Moonshine. Yes. Brendan and Moonshine and Brendo, Brendo's uh, one of my mods as well. You know, um, again, that's a diversity of Daisy, mate. You, you, you meet people that you would never meet normally as well. So, um, he's a big I've part of the community. It. I've got to do it. I'm sorry. Do uh, it. No, do it. We've got to do it. Do it we've mate. got to talk about Brendan. Yep. 
Where yep, you have to... do it. Put the, the clip. If you're going to put that clip up, then yes, do it. Because that's probably one of the funniest clips I've fucking seen ever. Um, and, and for those that don't know Brendo, this is him to a T. Like, this is just classic fucking Brendan, really, to be fair. Um, <laughs> he's is. a bastard, mate, but he's, he's a lovable bastard. <laughs> this is literally one of my all-time favorite Daisy yep. moments. Um, and in my opinion, one of the funniest clips of Daisy you will ever witness in your <laughs> life. Brace yourselves, folks. <laughs> I know what's coming. Fuck, I hear a bear. Where? I don't know, but I'm in a lot of trouble if there is one. I'm not going to shoot him. He's coming for me, I think. Yep. Oh, no, that's you. You fucking bastard. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it's getting thin, Whitey. It's getting real thin, mate. <laughs> now I don't even know where all the meat is I cut up. <laughs> Did you do a runner? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Brilliant, mate. I love, honestly, I love the guy. Uh, yeah, hands down. Like, um, he's a big part of my community, mate. He gives me fucking constant grief. He's always he clipping does. shit that I'm doing. He does, wrong. and that's like, it. You know? Yeah, he said he, he, you know? in there. He goes, "It's getting thin, boy. It's getting thin." But <laughs> he gives it just as good as he uh, oh, as you get. Fuck, does he was? Does he what, mate? He, um, yeah. Look, you know, and 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 a shout out to you, brother, because you know, like, um, I bumped into yourself, obviously, and, and you know, the reach outs as well, and and what you do for the fucking community, you know, like. Hands down, mate, you're doing it from the, from the bottom of your fucking heart. So, you know, for people that think it's ego and all this other shit, you know, pull your head out your ass. It's not. It's because we love the game, you know. And, yeah, I, I won't uh, say that I don't do it because I want people to say nice things about me. Everyone wants no. to be liked. Everyone wants to uh, – every, well, yep. everyone should want uh, people to look at them and go, yeah, he's a good bloke. Unfortunately, I put yeah. my foot in my fucking mouth a lot and a lot of people can't stand me, but you know, that's by the by. But I do this for that reason, mate. And I, yep. it, it's great that people are starting to to see that. And, you know, despite the fact that I may have some contentious views on some shit here and there, for the most part, <laughs> I love Daisy. I, I love helping people, um, you know, from things like Moonshine's Laptop to just doing this show each and every week to help shine the spotlight on people like yourself and modders like Hunter. And, um, yeah, it's just it's it's a passion project, mate. I love it. Mate, you know, and, and, and it's, it's a selfless act, you know, like, um, um, look for the baby face like that. How could you not? But, uh, you know, it's more, um, it's more, 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 you know, we're putting back, hey, we're putting back. So, um, you know, I just think you're honest, mate. I think sometimes you're brutally honest and, you know, the truth has a power that very fucking few people can handle, unfortunately, as well. So yeah. it's a burden we bear, you know, and, and we'll bear it till we fucking go. So, you know, don't change. That, that's probably the biggest thing I say is don't change. Just be you. Yeah, you know, like we said before, so, mate, be yeah. yourself, and it's you don't have to hide anything. Warts no, and all. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much, mate. You know. And uh, look, I appreciate the opportunity. Eh? Like I know, we talked a couple of times, and I went, oh yeah, yeah, maybe. But um, thanks very much for fucking having us on. I, you know, I love this community. I love the people that pop in and say hello, and 
Yeah. And, you know, I don't expect people to sub. I'm not on about the subs. I just enjoy the people popping in and saying hi, yep. you know. So, yeah. You don't have to. Just be in there um, and, you know, help and boost the numbers and all the rest of it. Yep. You, know, you, you don't have to. If you've got a few spare bucks, you can support someone. If not, just be in there. That's right. Um, you'll, you'll make someone's day. Um, my yeah, shout out goes to the um, Discord community I invited you to, mate. Um, uh, yes. A local player by the name of Yuri, I think Definitely. her name is. Um, uh, I'm, I'm guessing, but it's hard to tell these days. Uh, it's an anime uh, female, but could be a bloke, could be a chick, I don't know. Um, but someone created a uh, Australian Discord community, or not an Australian, but a uh, Australian and New Zealand Discord community. Um, and the uh, link, I'll post it again in chat. Um, but it's pretty much um, exactly what it says. Um, it's an Aussie-based uh, Discord community for Aussie and Kiwi players who play DayZ. Um, so if you're looking for servers, looking for players, there's a section for console, um, there's a section for PlayStation, Xbox, um, and PC, uh, looking for group, looking for servers, um, section for content creators to share stuff, um, and just, you know, I try to keep an eye on it. Um, I'm a, a moderator in there um, helping out. Um, I, I'll probably need to get your help as well, identifying all the official um, uh, Discord, uh, sorry, uh, DayZ servers. But one of the um, interesting things we did, if I bring it up, I'd just like to show people. Um, some people may not like it, and you don't have to. Uh, yeah, we've got a rule in there about not sharing um, locations and so on. Uh, but let me just share the um, application. Um, We've started, um, we've got PlayStation done, um, and I've got PC done, but only the official uh, servers and not the temporary ones, um, but channels where people can chat about the official servers because pretty much every community um, Discord, uh, sorry, sorry, server has its own Discord, um, but, uh, you know, there's not a lot um, out there for people who are playing on the officials, and there are a lot of people who like to play official. Uh, but so we've got a voice channel and an actual chat channel for every official um, permanent server um, located in Australia for the Kiwis and the Aussies who play on them. Um, we just need to get the list of Xbox ones. Um, big yep. thank you to Ski Goggles from the um, official DayZ Discord who helped me with the uh, PlayStation ones. Um, but apparently we're having a bit of trouble getting the Xbox one. So I don't know if you can um, help us with that. Yeah. Uh, sooner, but. Do what I can, mate. Yeah, definitely. Do yeah. what I can, mate. Like, it's good to see. It's nice to see, um, you know, like, obviously, we're, I'm not going to say we're disadvantaged because we're not, but we, we tend to play a lot more American servers, um, you know, UK if you can, obviously, as well. Um, but it would be nice to see that Aussie, Kiwi, buddy, Pride come back and, and you know, have the servers that are out there get fucking, you know, get populated and, and, and get people on them as well. And, um, I, mate, it was a great idea when I, when I joined I'm like, holy shit, this is good. Like, I, I like, yeah, I like the thought behind it. Eh? I really like the thought behind it. And again, you, you know, know, it's, it's done not... purely just to help people out, and yeah, I support yeah. that. Yeah, I agree, hundred um, percent. Yeah, yeah, it's good. They get over there, mate. Thank you so so much. Um, uh, no, they wanted to get you on for you, a while, brother. and um, yeah, uh, you've been a long time supporter of the uh, the show, the community, and myself. Um, and I appreciate that, mate. No, look, thanks to you as well, man. Like, um, you know, ah. 
facility in chat there. I love your face in a movie. <laughs> Mate, he's another legend as well. And, he and, you is. Know, classic another brutally fucking... honest guy. I yeah. like him. Yeah. Yeah. And and look, you know, we stand by words and, and, and it's not. I heard he's a know, pussy though. Uh, I, re- I reckon I could take him. What do you reckon? Well, it depends on that color of the belt, brother, really, to be fair. Um, if it's uh, black, then b- I'm not even going to b- try. Belts are, belts are for pussies. <laughs> Real men do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would knock me flat in my fucking ass. Hey, um, I just uh I, I wouldn't want to be untangling my body no, the next no, day, put it that no. way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um thank you all so so much, everyone. Uh been another great show. A little bit over the uh time frame that we're uh aiming for these days. Um, but um uh, I don't think it was uh too bad over. Um yeah. next week's guest, ladies and gentlemen, is Big Grandpa, he's back, um, and uh, we've had him on before, uh, but wanted to get him back on again, uh, talk about the journey he's been on and um, how his community is going. For those who don't know, Big Grandpa is probably one of the uh, best resources for people looking to learn how to uh, develop maps uh, for DayZ. Um, so, cool. yeah, we're getting him back on again, um, and I look forward to seeing all your faces same time, same channel as always next week for episode 163 of the Daisy Podcast. Cinnamon, thank you so much, brother. Cheers, my brother. Cheers, people. Take care. Be safe. We'll see you out there. We'll catch you all later, everyone. Bye-bye.